flinging the green and gold worldwide on the web at CentexSportsFan.com. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Inside Foster Pavilion on the banks of the Brazos in Waco. Welcome in to Baylor Big 12 basketball. Tonight, a top 20 matchup in the Big 12 as 18th ranked Baylor plays host to number 12, Iowa State. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, by Kaleo Wealth Management, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Tip Walter no good, got his own miss. Out to Nunn for three. It's good. What a night by Jaden Nunn. He hits the three-pointer and the Bears lead by 12. Unbelievable hustle by Jacoby Walter. Never panic. So Momchilovic shooting a couple of free throws, and Iowa State will get possession of the ball. Technical on Scott Drew brings the ire of the Baylor fans here. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on X, formerly Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. I tell you, it's not Jeff Hartness, but it is uh, Christopher Merlo, who's over in that Baylor huddle and having an ongoing discussion with Cooper. He's been ejected. He's out because it's his second technical. Baylor will finish this game without Scott Drew on the bench. Yeah, it's been an ongoing feud, really. Coach Drew has uh, been in Jeff Hartness's ear the entire game. Six to shoot for Iowa State. Eight-minute mark. He'll drive. Ojanwood has to back off a little bit, and his runner is good from the right side. Yeah, pretty good defense by Ojanwood. He made Jones shoot over length. I mean, a lot of length. You got to give Jones credit. 61-54. Now a 20-0 run for Iowa State. 20 points unanswered. Bears ball with 9.7 seconds to go. Here comes Jaden Nunn across midcourt. Nunn will take it all the way. Layup, good! It's good by Nunn, and he's fouled! Jaden Nunn was fouled to have a chance at a three-point play. He's been doing that all game long, creating something out of nothing. 1.2 seconds. We're gonna have 1.2 on the clock. The clock started 0.5 seconds early. So 1.2 seconds to play. It's going to be a catch and shoot pretty much. Lipsy inbounds to Momchilovic for three. Oh, no, he hit it. He banked it in. Now they'll look at the monitor to see if he got it off in time. Momchilovic hit a three. He banked it in. If he got it off in time, it'll be a banked in three. Game winner for Iowa State. No bucket. No bucket. Bears win. Baylor wins. Wow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Baylor wins over Iowa State. 70 to 68, the final score. John, this is the craziest game I've ever seen. Yeah, I agree. Craziest Baylor game I think I've ever seen. Unbelievable. (laughs) Now. From the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. 
Well, that was memorable from Saturday. Baylor's uh, most recent game, 70-68 over Iowa State. So many twists and turns, ups and downs. That was uh, the roller coaster of all roller coasters, uh, that game. And the Bears come out on the winning end. Uh, that's uh, a few of the highlights there. And you, you saw how long that was. We didn't include Aaron in that uh, uh, highlight montage. Uh, another technical on the Baylor bench on John Jacus. But uh, Baylor overcame all of that. The guys with Coach Drew back in the locker room, pacing, watching the game on television, and uh, overcame that to win. Just a huge, huge game over Iowa State. It was, and it was, you know, Pat said it in those in the highlight clip in the post game. He's craziest game he'd ever seen. That's a, that's a lot. That's tens of thousands of hours of basketball. That's right. Yeah, that that's Nunley saying a seen. lot. And <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, but he's seen a lot more than me. It was just crazy on so many levels for so many reasons. The officiating being the main reason. It was just unreal. It was like the lead official just had some sort of vendetta against. Go through yeah. or Baylor, and I've I've never said anything like that right about a sporting event. But I just I don't know about the first tech. I haven't seen it, but I know the second technical when he called him for being outside of the coach's box. Half of Coach Drew's foot was out past the line. Right, right. Like literally half of his foot, not half a foot, not even that much. <laughs> half of his actual foot, right. and the ref that teed him up walked by T.J. Otzelberger who was about three feet out of the coach's box no, to give that t- tech to Coach Drew, which ended up meaning he got kicked out of the game. The whole thing was just a farce. Luckily, Baylor was able to fight their way through it, and a great job by Coach Jacobs and, and, and Coach Brooks and the team when Coach Drew got kicked out of the game. Just a tremendous win and overcoming some, some pretty tough officiating. Yeah, and and I would say a team win. Coach Drew said a family win, yeah. and he included everybody. That included, you know, the staff when he he was back in the locker room, and the players, and the fans also. I mean, the fans were a huge part of that win on Saturday. You would have enjoyed being there because it was a great, great atmosphere, and they really pushed Baylor to the uh, to the finish line. I feel safe in saying uh, with all those things going on, that's not a game Baylor wins uh, on the road, <laughs> and I'm not sure it's a game they win in the Farrell Center. I ran that by Kevin Gall today, and he said probably right, but you know, a big game like that on a Saturday evening probably would have had a really good atmosphere in the Farrell Center yeah. also. So, yeah. yeah, so that 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 certainly was a possibility. But no question the fans were a big, big part in that Baylor win. Yeah, the fans have been unbelievable in Foster. It's, it's one of the best home court advantages in the country already, you know, and we're, we're less than a month in. It's, yeah. it's really great. And the so students were great, it. and uh, and I would say, you know, I would go a step further and say everybody really, um, you know, responded accordingly. Everybody was upset at the officiating. Not everybody. Most people in there were upset <laughs> at the officiating. But, you know, they just let their, you know, let their feelings kind of be known and also – uh, but they didn't go, be, you know, over and beyond. They didn't throw anything on the court. They didn't, you know, get into the Iowa State bench or anything like that. So well done by by all of our fans. And I'll say this also: I'm glad the students did not rush the court. 
because it was a big win, yes, and all the things Baylor had to overcome, yes, it was a very big win. But I would hope this program is to the point where you don't rush the court. You know, (laughs) you go into games, even though Iowa State was higher ranked than Baylor, and, uh, you know, you expect to win on your home floor. You know, to, to me, if you rush the floor, it's like a big upset, and you just pulled off a big upset, and you want to go out there and celebrate. I mean, you can celebrate, but I just hope our program is to the point where you don't rush the court. Yeah, exactly. That's And this, you know, it took a little while for me to come around to this, mm-hmm. being a Baylor fan all my life through a lot of lean years that you were there for too, but – Baylor's program is at a point where there's no win that's a big enough upset that the floor should be rushed. You I know, agree. Baylor yep. is, is, is one of the top programs in the country Const, you know, at all times. Uh, they may move up and down the top 25, but they're always going to be a top 10 and I think a top five basketball program overall in the country. And, yeah, you just don't rush the floor. People rush the floor against programs like Baylor now. Baylor doesn't uh, rush the pro- that's right. floor that's right. for other programs. Right. You know, yeah, especially once you win the national championship, all floor rushing is out the, <laughs> off the table. That's right. Like I that. agree completely. That's, that's what I'm saying. So, well done by our fans. Well done by our students on Saturday. Now, the officiating uh, was something that was definitely a factor in that game on Saturday. Two technicals. On Coach Drew, he was ejected. One technical on John Jacobs, the associate head coach who took over, uh, really when Coach Drew was ejected, but John was on postgame with us, and he said uh, it was he and Coach Brooks. Uh, John Jacobs had the scout on this game, and so he was running the offense, and Alvin Brooks was running the defense for the Bears. So, again, very much a team effort. But a technical on Coach Jacobs on the sideline also, so uh, all those, plus uh, during that 20-0 to zero run by Iowa State in which they came from 13 down and took the lead by seven, there were 12 free throws in that stretch. 12 of those 20 points were free throws. So um, after the game, uh, if, you were, uh, if you were there, you, you would have seen it on the video board. Mac Rhodes went into the media room and made a statement. Uh, about the officiating. I think Mac very much just making his point, protecting Coach Drew at the same time, but really standing up for the coaches and the uh, and the student-athletes. Uh, so Mac made the statement, and Aaron, we in the arena, we saw that on the video board but couldn't hear exactly what he said. So when he came back out there, I, I asked Bob Baker to go over to Mac and say, hey, we saw you said something in the media room. Would you like to relay that on radio? If so, come on over. If you don't want to, no problem. We understand. But here's here's the audio from that as Matt came over to our spot. So uh, 70-68 is the final score as the Bears win it over uh, Iowa State. As we are here courtside uh, in the press room, a couple of players spoke, and then Coach Drew spoke, and then I'm looking at the video board, and Mac Rhodes is talking to the media. Couldn't hear what he was saying, but we uh, have, have thought. Yeah, we have asked Mac to come and visit with us. What was your message in the uh, media room? Yeah, you know, obviously I'm frustrated, and, um, you know, I care a lot about 
certainly the, uh, the, the, the Big 12. Um, I care more about Baylor and our university and our athletic department and our basketball program and Scott and our coaching staff and, and student athletes. And, um, John, you, you've known me now for seven years. I'm not one that does a lot of complaining and moaning about officials, right? I'm, I'm old school, right? You know, play, play harder, play tougher, execute better, right? But, you know, all I said was tonight was an embarrassment for this league. Mm. We, we are the best basketball program in the country. And tonight's officiating did not match that. Mm. And we got to get better. And every game counts and matters in this league. It is a dogfight, a rock fight every single night. And we've got to have crews that can handle it. So that's all I said, and um, we'll get to work on it tomorrow. Okay, so thanks for that. We yep. appreciate you sharing. It's Mac Rhodes, Baylor's Director of Athletics. Again, made that point in the uh, media room, so we wanted to relay that to, uh, to our listeners here also. All right, that was from uh, Saturday post game, and uh, appreciate Mac coming to us. He didn't have to do that, but uh, after he'd made the, you know, made the remarks in the media room, we wanted to know exactly what that was and pass it along to those listening. And I think he made his point very, very well. And and how about this? I mean, Mac, uh, very measured in his comments, but I think he got his point across, and that comes following a win. You know, how many how many times would you hear a coach or an athletic director or anybody, you know, in a very high-ranking position, you know, make that strong a stand after a win? So I think that really speaks to how strongly he felt about that, Aaron, and uh, wanted to take the opportunity to, to make that point when he had it. Absolutely, and that's a good point by you because most of the time if you win, you're like, you know, you don't – the officiating, if you may be thinking – Okay, the officiating was bad, but we still won. There's no, you know, no reason to make a point. It was just so atrocious in this game that even though Baylor was able to hold on to win, there, it's it still had to be said, and 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 Max said it in, in, unequivocally, and I, it was good to hear. It was really really good to hear. Yeah, really really well done. Uh, handled very well uh, by Mac Rhodes. Now the commissioner was there on Saturday. Uh, Brett Yormark and his wife were seated about four seats down from us on the front row, um, but they were just there for the first half, and that was that was predetermined. They were going to come and watch the first half, and then they hit the road and left. Um, so he didn't see the second half, but. Um, John Williams, who's the associate commissioner for basketball for the Big 12, he was there also on Saturday, and he was there the whole game. I remember looking up in the second half to see if he was still there, and he was. So uh, John Williams was there, and that's a good thing, you know, mm-hmm. to to be in the building and to see all this rather than just get the video and get the comments from, from Coach Drew or from Mac or something, you know, after the fact. So I think that was a, a, a plus that he was in the building on Saturday. A hundred percent. You just don't get how bad it was. You you really can't get a feel for how absolutely terrible it was unless you were there in person or watching the whole game, you know, and even even more so in person. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm glad that he was there, too, yeah, to see it. Yeah, I think that's a plus. Yeah. All right.
Baylor won the game 70-68. to 68. Uh, Baylor now in a, a three-way tie for third in the league standings. Uh, everybody in the league has at least three losses now, and we're at the halfway point of the league schedule. Um, Kansas and Houston are on top. They're tied at 6-3. and three. Kansas beat Houston on Saturday. Uh, Baylor and Tech are tied for the next spot at 5-3. and three. And Baylor plays Tech coming up tomorrow night here in Waco. So let's do this. Let's take a break. When we come back, look at the uh, updated rankings for the week. Some shuffling. A couple of the Big 12 teams uh, fell out of the top 25. We had eight in the top 25 last week. Two did fall out. We'll look at that. Uh, Plus the women's uh, rankings and uh, Baylor women uh, also in the top 25 nationally. A little bit later, we'll visit with Jerry Hill. Jerry at the... uh, Baylor basketball press conference right now, so he'll be able to tell us what Coach Drew said and the players said uh, following that big win over Iowa State and leading into Texas Tech. Jerry Hill will join us in a bit. We will take a break and be right back. Glad you're with us. Thanks to Aaron Sexton and the Allen Samuels Studios. We're brought to you by Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Come join us live from Rudy's this Thursday for the Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday live from Rudy's and hear from baseball head coach Mitch Thompson and women's basketball head coach Nikki Collins. The Baylor Coaches Show this Thursday from 6 till 7 p.m. is with John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. We've made it through the holidays, and another gift-giving season is already here. Valentine's Day is fast approaching, and if you're not sure what to give, come to Morrison's Gifts and let their 45 years of gift-giving expertise work for you. From candy to jewelry to plush animals to scents, soaps, and lotions, they've got you covered. They offer custom gift baskets and many grab-and-go items as well. And don't forget their huge selection of John Hart and Consuela bags and totes. Morrison Gifts is located near Jason's Deli at the corner of Waco Drive in Valley Mills. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. 
I'm Joe Kaleo. Businesses are driven by vision and passion, and we share that drive. We aim to build a relationship with you to help ensure your financial plan matches your ambition. Together, let's bring your vision to life. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan, you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At the Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product. So give the doctor a call of the day at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. This John Morris show on a Monday, sunny Monday in Central Texas. Great weather here, <laughs> mid-60s. Just beautiful, beautiful weather. Hope you're taking advantage of that. We're glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank, it's your bank. Also brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management. Check them out. Give them a call, 254-751-5050 for Kaleo Wealth Management. All right, uh, let's look at the uh, basketball rankings coming out of the weekend. And, again, a wild weekend, uh, not just in the Big 12. Big 12, you know, is, is central focus for us, but all around the country. Uh, Nebraska got a big win over Wisconsin uh, this past week. And, and in the Big 12, Kansas beat Houston. So the polls, uh, Kansas jumps to number four. They're up four spots this week. Uh, UConn is number one. Purdue is number two. North Carolina is number three. Then Kansas up four spots to number four. Houston down one spot to number five. So the Big 12 has two of the top five ranked teams in the nation on the men's side. Uh, from there, Baylor is up five spots to number 13. Two big wins, road win at UCF, and then that home thrilling win over previously 12th-ranked Iowa State. And the Bears uh, move up five spots to number 13. Iowa State drops two to number 14. Uh, beyond that, BYU is up one to 21. Texas Tech is, uh, well, they drop uh, substantially from 15 to 23, Texas Tech does. So they'll be the 23rd-ranked team in the AP poll as they come to Waco tomorrow night. So those are the Big 12 schools, six of them that are ranked in the top 25. Oklahoma fell out, and they were 23rd a week ago. TCU fell out of the poll as well. TCU lost at home to Texas on Saturday. So that is the men's side and the men's rankings and uh, the big Monday game coming up tonight should be a really good one. Uh, Kansas at Kansas State. 
So the Jayhawks, as we said, number four in the nation. Uh, K-State, Aaron, has dropped three games in a row. So uh, a losing skid for the Wildcats. But when they get Kansas in their building on a big Monday like they do tonight, I think that could be a great matchup this evening. Yeah, and they're going to they're gonna need it. This is yeah. Right now, this is two teams heading in opposite directions. Like you said, Kansas State has lost three in a row. Two of those are blowouts at home. And Kansas is coming off a hugely impressive victory over Houston this weekend. You know, it was at home, which obviously they're great at home, but they dominated from tip to the final whistle. They they just beat Houston in pretty much every aspect of the yeah. game, and they maintained a, a, a comfortable double-digit lead almost the entire game. So uh, it's going to be an interesting game to see if Coach Tane can, can get – Kansas State's season kind of turned around, and tonight would be the perfect opportunity to do it against number four, Kansas. Yep, absolutely. K-State, uh, their most recent win, they lost in Stillwater to Oklahoma State on Saturday, 75-72. Only the second conference win of the year for uh, for the Cowboys. Um, also from Saturday, UCF, the team Baylor just beat. They beat Oklahoma yeah. in, 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 in Orlando. Stillwater. Right, I mean, 74-63. Uh, in, in, uh, Norman, yeah. yeah. So, uh, no, it was in Orlando. Oh, okay, but uh, yeah. still, that's a, a top twenty-five a win for win. them. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And it shows that which we knew during, before the game. But UCF is a good basketball that's team. Right. They, they're not projected right now to make it, but if they can make a decent run in the second half of their conference schedule, they got a chance to make the tournament. Agree completely. Yeah, and then uh, Cincinnati. We talked about how good they are. They went to Lubbock and beat Texas Tech seventy-five seventy-two. So. This league, very hard to predict. Every team is good. Kansas and Houston uh, on top of the league. They are 6-3. and three. Baylor, Iowa State, and Tech are a half game back at 5-3. and three. TCU is 5-4. Uh, and four. BYU at 4-4. Four and four. So that's the way the uh, men's side shakes out. Uh, on the women's side, the Baylor women uh, did what they uh, should have done and went and got another win over Houston on the road yesterday afternoon, 83-60. Good win. Uh, you know, 23-point win in the league is uh, very, very impressive. Uh, Baylor wins big despite 26 turnovers in the game. They had five players, uh, six players in double-figure scoring yesterday to get to 83 points, led by Dre Edwards, 15 points and eight rebounds, 14 points for Yaya Felder off the bench. So the Baylor women, uh, big win over Houston, and they now are headed to uh, Provo. They'll play BYU coming up on Wednesday night. We'll have the broadcast here on ESPN Central Texas. 7.30 pregame, 8 o'clock tip-off Wednesday for the Baylor women versus BYU. And the Baylor women in the poll, as we mentioned, they dropped five spots. Um, the loss to Texas early in the week, but that bounced back with the win over Houston. They are now number 18 in the nation. Uh, on the women's side, South Carolina, a unanimous number one this week. And Iowa moves up to number two. Uh, NC State three, Colorado is four. Texas is up five spots to number seven. So Texas now the highest ranked Big 12 women's team. Kansas State, remember we were talking about them. Uh, they were number two in the nation last week. They were 20-1 and one and undefeated in the Big 12, and then they lose twice in league play this past week. So they're 20-3. They're, they're and three. They dropped to number eight in the poll, and they're now 9-2 and two in, uh, in Big 12 conference play. 
So Texas ranked seventh, K-State ranked eighth, Baylor is ranked 18th, and who else? West Virginia is 22nd, Oklahoma is 24th. That is the women's Associated Press poll for this week. All right, uh, let's talk about all of that with our good friend Jerry Hill. Jerry will join us following a break. We always look forward to that. We invite you to stay with us. Jerry Hill joins us coming up next segment. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Uh, They are closed today to kind of catch their breath from another busy weekend. But the Baylor Club back at it tomorrow. That complimentary breakfast, uh, lunch, and dinner. And that begins again tomorrow. But check it out on the web, thebaylorclub.com. Give them a call at 254-710-8080 for the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. We're also brought to you by... Weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN. Go ahead. We're also brought (laughs) to you by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. D'Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Thank you. Baylor Bear Basketball, all season long, here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears home in Foster Pavilion, Tuesday, hosting Texas Tech. 7.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 8 p.m. tip-off Tuesday. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear Basketball, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Baker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. The Brazos Landing is where Central Texans go to enjoy upscale dining and delicious entrees, outstanding chef-inspired homemade desserts, and breathtaking views of the Brazos River. Their steak selections include akaushi ribeyes and fillets, Central Texas' largest chicken fried steak, and braised beef short ribs. Fish offerings include Chilean sea bass, pan-seared salmon, ahi tuna, Texas snapper, and shrimp and grits. The Crescent City Chicken is a fan favorite, as is the Margarita Chicken. Selections from the Bayou include Etouffee, Jambalaya, and Mardi Gras Pasta. The Brazos Landing features the best outdoor climate-controlled dining deck in Central Texas. They're located near Baylor University in downtown Waco. And remember to park and walk to the new Foster Pavilion. For more information, visit thebrazoslanding.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. February is here, and so are the big savings during the President's Day sale at Allen Samuels in Waco. New inventory is out on the lot right now and ready for immediate delivery. Ram 1500 is the most luxurious and technologically advanced Ram 1500 ever. Looking for an SUV? Have your pick of a Jeep Grand Cherokee, Compass, and Renegades. Need a midsize truck to get the job done? Drive a new Jeep Gladiator. President's Day sale event is a winner at Allen Samuels in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. 
Every day, InCommons Bank strives to be the best community bank in Central Texas. Each of their six Central Texas locations have a proud history in the communities they serve. In addition, InCommons Bank offers modern-day services to their customers, including mobile banking, where you can access your account night or day, insurance services to make sure you are covered, competitive home mortgage loans, and free business checking. At InCommons Bank, you can open your new account online. It's quick and easy. Learn more at InCommonsBank.com. Member FDIC and Equal House. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. It's time for our weekly visit with Jerry Hill, Baylor Athletics Director of Sports Journalism. Here are J-Mo and Jerry and Aaron Sexton. Welcome back to John Morris Show on a Monday. Pleased to welcome in uh, our good friend, and we hope yours, Jerry Hill, making his way back from basketball media at Foster Pavilion. Uh, you know, if we'd had a couple more minutes, you could have been right here looking across the desk from me in the office. But I uh, understand the timing of it. We're glad to have you on. Absolutely. Yeah, it was uh, it was going to be pretty close. We thought we were done, and then uh, Jacoby came in, too, because we had already had Eve and, and Coach Drew, and we thought it was done, and then Matt brought in uh, Jacoby as well, so we got both freshmen today. Ah, very good. All right, what was the uh, what was the tenor of the uh, comments from Coach Drew coming off that wild game and wild win on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, you know, there were a couple of questions asked about, like, you know, did you ever get an explanation? Have you heard stuff back from the league? And had not yet. Um, and, you know, didn't really comment a whole lot on the explanation deal, just other than kind of what he said the other night was that he really didn't get much explanation, you know, really kind of all night long. So, um, and then, you know, I, obviously a big part of it, uh, the media part today was, uh, you know, really talking about, you know, facing Coach McCaslin, uh, former assistant, um, former walk-on player here. So, uh, you know, obviously, and he said, you know, I think it helps. Um, and obviously, they've kind of gotten used to it going against Coach Tang a couple of times. So, um, I think that probably helps that, you know, they've kind of gotten that out of the way uh, a little bit. But, uh, yeah, that, that, that'll be fun, though. I mean, uh, you know, Grant, you know, probably, I don't know, you too, but that's, that's probably one of my favorite guys that have been through here is Grant McCaslin. Sure. Absolutely. As a player first and mm -hmm. uh, uh, and then as an assistant coach when he was here. Pat and I have to um, 
probably check what we normally would say. We we always refer to him as Rat, which Rat, is a yeah. great compliment, you know, in basketball. <laughs> that's short for right. Jim Rat, but he yeah. was Rat when he was here. So I, I, I don't think yeah. we can't do that to another uh, Big Twelve head coach now, can we? You don't think you could call him Rat during the game? You know, <laughs> I don't, Rat. Just I don't think so. Or, I don't think so. I'm not sure everybody would understand. Game. Yeah. It is a term of endearment, though. It really it is. is. So for him in particular, but yeah, uh, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah, everybody knows, or most people kind of know the Jim Rat thing. But yeah, that was definitely his nickname when he was here at Baylor, and and I'm sure well deserved. I'm sure he spent a lot of time in that gym. Yep, absolutely. Well, yeah. what did you think uh, from your vantage point about uh, all the ups and downs uh, and the roller coaster ride that was that Baylor Iowa State game on Saturday? You know, John, I guess um, the way that game ended, you know, with even the question of whether he got the shot off, I mean, I, I don't guess it could have ended any other way. Like, <laughs> it just it just seemed like it was that way all game long. Like, okay, what's next? And that was what was next. Like, did he, you know, did he get the shot off in time? Did the clock start in time? All of those questions. So, uh, man, John, I don't know that I've ever seen one that wild because um, it was just constant, you know. Um, so yeah, I just, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was an incredible game. Um, you know, you, you hated it, um, in one way because of the officiating and all that. Um, but at the same time, you know, I, I, I tell you what, I give Baylor a lot of respect for, and that was kind of one of the things that was brought up to John is, you know, Iowa state goes on that 20 run, they go up seven. And I think a lot of teams at that point, you know, Scott's not on the court anymore. Uh, I think a lot of teams might fold, you know, like, okay, we've, you know, they're, we've taken every blow and we're down seven now, but they responded. I think it was maybe like a 14 to three run um, that Baylor went on to, you know, to take actually a four point lead there late. Mm, so yeah. Um, yeah, I give them a lot of credit because again, I think a lot of teams and a lot of players might've folded under that kind of, you know, just everything that's gone on. But they didn't, you know, they just responded um, because, you know, and even then late, you know, um, Iowa State ties it up um, and and you've got, you know, whatever it was, nine or ten seconds. And Jaden just kind of took it right at him, you know, give him credit, too, because, man, that was just a, you know, he's he's going right into, you know, one of their better defenders and and just kind of took it right at him and made a very tough, muscled it up shot and, you know, missed the free throw, obviously. But that was big to make that bucket. Yeah, just a huge win for Baylor. So many, you know, for so many reasons. Coming back from that, Coach Drew in the locker room, not on the sideline, and uh, just to overcome so much. Thought the crowd was just huge, and really a huge uh, part of that Baylor win on Saturday. Yeah, um, John, I know you would probably remember Wes Jenkins. That was, you know, with uh, yes. Baylor Vision or Creative. He was there that night, and he said, "I don't know that I've ever been at a Baylor event that was that loud." Really? And yeah. I think he's, I think he's right. Like yeah. John, I mean, you know, even because you know when you're in a football game and there's a lot of noise, it has a place to escape. But in there, it doesn't, and and it's just right on top of you, and it it gets very loud. And the fans were so into it. Um, you know, obviously they had some reasons to. But they, they were not just in it. They were in it the whole game. You know, I mean, I think it even started from tip. You know, they were they were into this game. And I think, uh, you know, Scott has always said that fans can affect a game by being there. I think they affected that game. Um, they didn't – well, I shouldn't I, – K 
Can I get fined for talking about a Be careful. Now, yeah, just be yeah, careful. I, I got to be careful. But I'm saying, <laughs> like, you know, they had other reasons. Uh-huh. Apparently, they didn't didn't affect the refs. But, uh, yeah, I thought the fans were in it the whole game, and I do think they affected that outcome. Yeah, I agree completely. Uh, Aaron and I were talking, you know, Baylor, there's no way. Well, it'd be a very much of a long shot if Baylor wins that game on the road. And right. not sure, even if we'd been at home in Farrell, if if Baylor would have won that game. So, Well, yeah, that's exactly right, because it wouldn't have been that loud. Um, you wouldn't have had as much. I mean, I, John, I, I, I do think it could get loud in the Farrell Center. It never got that loud that I can remember anyway. You may remember some other games. But, man, I just I don't remember it ever being that loud and that intense at the Farrell Center. And I think some of it is because, you know, I, I don't remember exactly the parameters, but it's like, you know, it's 30 feet. You know, I, I know the seats are that much closer mm-hmm, at right. the Foster than they are, you know, or than they were at the Farrell. So I think that's some of it. You know, the roof is – you know, uh, a little bit farther down than, than what it was at the Feral. So it just all the sound just kind of stays in there um, and bounces off the walls. And, uh, man, I just thought that was an incredible atmosphere. And, uh, you know, and it felt great to win. I just I, I can't imagine. Uh, I guess I can't imagine. But um, that would have been really tough to lose that game. And oh. particularly if that last shot had counted right. to lose the game like that. Um, when, you know, some of that was, you know, mistake on, you know, whoever's fault, but man, that, that would have been that, that to me would have been much worse of a gut punch than the one at Texas. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. So, um, Baylor comes out on top, Texas tech coming up tomorrow. Let's talk about the women, uh, nice bounce back win for them yesterday as they went down to Houston and uh, really coasted to a uh, win, eighty-three to uh, eighty-three to sixty over U of H. Yeah, John, they really controlled things, particularly in the second half. You know, Houston kind of stayed with them, and some of it was um, Baylor's turnovers. They turned it over twenty-six times for the game, turned it over thirteen times in each half, and and I think the turnovers, particularly in the first half, kind of kept Houston in it. Um, you know, they were down, I think, eight at half, and and uh, you know, you kind of felt like they were in it. But at the same time, Baylor just kind of, particularly in the second half, kind of went to what worked for them here. Uh, you know, when they won by 29 points here, they they went to the inside, they attacked. Uh, and, and I think, John, they wound up with like a 46, 44 to 22 difference uh, um, points in the paint. Wow. And, and most of that was in the second half because in the first half, it was only 18-16. And that's really, that's what they dominated here was, was those points in the paint. I think, uh, you know, in that one, I think Houston only had like maybe 17 or 18, something like that, points in the paint. Um, but but in this one, uh, you know, Baylor really did the work in the in the second half. I think that was like 26 to 6 in the second half, points in the paint. So that's where they really dominated. I remember, I guess, I think it was the third quarter, John, where it was like Dre, uh, Bugs, and Asia Blackwell. They combined for like, I think it was 21 points or something. Um, So they really kind of took up, you know, they they did most of the work that quarter. uh, And that really kind of, you know, now Baylor's got a 15-point lead. And and like you said, they were able to coast in that fourth quarter, played a lot of, you know, substituted a lot in that fourth quarter, uh, you know, rested some of the other players. And, uh, yeah, big win. Um, That was tough on Thursday, losing to Texas like that. 
um, you know, after beating them down in Austin. Uh, but I, I do think Texas has gotten a lot better now that they've kind of got used to playing without Rory Harmon. That's a different team now, uh, you know, and they kind of proved that beating K-State as well. So uh, that's a really good Texas team right now. I'd say probably they're the best team. But, you know, Oklahoma's sitting there at 9-1, and one, and I, I cannot figure that. They yeah. just now got in the rankings um, this week because um, they started – I think they were 6-5 and five in non-conference and had – some bad losses but they've been really good once they got the conference play so and they have a lot of tough games down the road but i would say as of right now the way teams are playing texas probably is playing the best and the women go to uh provo to play byu coming up on wednesday all right final thought jerry uh switching sports and we should have mentioned this last week and my fault that we did not but how about that win by baylor equestrian over georgia when they came in here to start the spring schedule that was just a huge win for equestrian it was and that was that was huge for coach maxwell um you know, a few years ago, John, you know, they, they beat Auburn, I believe, when they were number one in the NCAA quarterfinals, um, and that was a huge win. Auburn had some just stupid winning streak going. Um, but, yeah, Baylor being able to, you know, had won one meet so far this year, and for them to come away with that win, man, that was huge. Um, you know, great for them, and, and really, uh, particularly on the jumping seat side, I, I think the final score wound up being like 11-8. The jumping seat, I think, John, they won like 8-1 to one or something like wow. that. I mean, they yeah. really dominated, you know, in the fences and flats. So that was a big win for them. Um, great to see that for Coach Maxwell. And, and, you know, hopefully they carry that on. I know they face Oklahoma State this weekend. So it would be great to kind of carry that momentum and get another nice win. Yeah, that would be great. All right, man, I appreciate it. Thanks for your time. Thanks, John. Appreciate it, Aaron. All right. All right, there's uh, Jerry Hill, Baylor Insider, getting his thoughts. Baylor basketball, men's and women's. Baylor equestrian coming off a big win, hosting Oklahoma State this weekend. So uh, we appreciate uh, Jerry making time for us. Hey, uh, John Morris Show uh, is brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Also brought to you by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, the Pioneer Boys, Great new larger location, 2003 South Loop 340 and Highway 6 in Waco. Check it out. They've got uh, more space to uh, display all the items that they have, but plus they've got the uh, experience that has made them Central Texas' largest steel and structural steel uh, dealer uh, for 43 years serving Central Texans. So they've got all the experience. Now they've got that great new location. Stop by. They will share all of that with you. Check them out, 2003 South Loop 340 and Highway 6 in Waco, on the web at pioneerboys.com for Pioneer Steel and Pipe. This is ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. 
Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254 710 8080. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at mytotaloffice.com. Listen to the John Moore Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily, and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. Since 2006, Scott's Lease Trailers has leased commercial belly dump trailers and commercial flatbed trailers to customers throughout Central Texas. The leases at Scott's Lease Trailers are available long-term or short-term. They have several trailers to choose from, and all their trailers are guaranteed to pass Texas Department of Transportation inspection at pickup. Family-owned and operated and located in Cossie, Scott's Lease Trailers. They will answer your phone call no matter the day or time. Call James at 254-422-5375. That's 254-422-5375. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine Diamond and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by D'Amori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. D'Amori Fine Jewelers at D'AmoriFineJewelers.com. With us, final segment, John Morris Show on a Monday. Do appreciate Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuels Studios. We appreciate you for tuning in. Aaron, uh, I'm going to uh, sign off here in a couple of minutes. Got a neat deal this afternoon with the uh, Baylor um, Career Center. They have a uh, panel 
uh, of Baylor alums uh, talking to current Baylor students and hopefully sharing some things that we learned, you know, when we, during our time at Baylor and beyond, and I'm on that panel. So really, really fun. I appreciate the uh, invitation from Mandy Knudsen to be there. So I'm headed over for that in just a few minutes. But, Aaron, I know uh, Matt Mosley is coming in. And uh, what do you guys have planned between 3 and 6 this afternoon? We will talk with John Machota from The Athletic. Um, we will also um, – let me see. I don't know. We have somebody else, but I can't find <laughs> Did he say oh, – uh, Oh, no. It, it, it's I, I know why I overlooked it. It's yeah. just – it's uh, – Coach McCaslin? Some basketball coach, yeah, 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 West, yeah. out in West Texas. <laughs> They're going to have him on for a few minutes. No, yeah, in the 5 o'clock hour, we will have Texas Tech head basketball coach and former Baylor assistant Grant McCaslin as they get ready to take on Baylor tomorrow. So, got a great show, and it will be the debut of our very own Cam Stewart as he oh, switches yeah. from the press box to the Matt Mosley show. So, we'll see how it goes. Oh. <laughs> All right. All right. Very good. So that's coming up next. We invite you to stay tuned for that. Be uh, good to hear from Coach McCaslin bringing his Red Raiders to Waco. Uh, Baylor and Tech comes up tomorrow night. Now, this game tomorrow night, the uh, initiative is to stripe Foster. So take a look at the website. See uh, your seats in your section, whether you're in a green section or a gold section. Uh, the game's on ESPN, big ESPN, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. So it'll be a great national audience for that game. So check it out and, uh, and wear the corresponding colors, whether it's green or gold, depending on the section uh, in which you seat at Foster Pavilion. All right, uh, let's share some birthdays, Aaron, before we get out of here. Um, it is our man Pete Souza's birthday today. Happy birthday to Pete. Okay. He did television of the game on Saturday, and uh, I texted him uh, driving home or after I, I got home and said, unbelievable game, <laughs> what a heck of a game, and he said, what the what it what was going on <laughs> so i'm glad pete was there i'm sure he did a great job on the broadcast but happy birthday today to uh, pete souza rick vela's birthday is today rick rick is a uh, clothier to the stars here in central texas former baylor baseball man himself and happy birthday to rick vela um, it's Nicole Shook's birthday today. Happy birthday to Nicole, better half of uh, Dave Shook, our former uh, studio uh, host in uh, on the Baylor broadcast. So happy birthday to Nicole. It's Michael Ford's birthday today. Michael is uh, the head track and field coach, former Baylor standout here at Baylor. Happy birthday to Michael. Along those lines, uh, Saturday was Coach Clyde Hart's birthday. It's 90th birthday on Saturday for Coach Hart. Wow. So. That one's worth uh, going back a couple of days for. Uh, Pat Nowotny's birthday is today. Curtis Gerald's, one of Baylor basketball's all-time greats. CJ's birthday is today. Matthew Markham, former Baylor pitcher, uh, his birthday is today. And, Aaron, I'm sure you've got this on your celebrity list. No, i tell you what, I'll hold it. If you don't have it, I'll, I'll come back with it. But uh, give us your birthdays today. All right, we'll start off with a couple of very famous soccer players. Neymar turns 31 today, and Cristiano Ronaldo turns 38. R&B superstar, former New Edition member, and former well, and husband of deceased uh, R&B 
superstar Whitney Houston. Bobby Brown has a birthday today. He turns 55. Hall of Fame uh, second baseman Roberto Alomar turns 56. Laura Linney, she's uh, most recently known for uh, starring in co-starring in Ozark. Uh, she was also in The Truman Show as Truman's wife, and she was great in Primal Fear. She turns 57. Guns N' Roses bassist and Velvet Underground bassist Duff McKagan turns 59. NASCAR legend Darrell Waltrip turns 76, three-time cup champion in 81, 82, and 83, and 84 Cup Series wins in his illustrious career. And last but not least, the greatest cowboy of all time. There you go. Roger Stahlbeck turns 82 <laughs> today. 82, is that right? Yeah, that was the one that I saw that I was going to make sure. That I kind of figured, included. yeah. Yep, yep, that's it. Gosh, what a great career he had. The, so, uh, quick story. When I started at Channel 10, like the first day or the first week that I was working there, uh, one of the first stories that I ever covered was Roger Staubach's retirement. And I got to go, you know, it was at Texas Stadium. The retirement press conference was there, and we went up and covered that. And uh, it was just so cool to, you know, I love that guy and love the way, you know, he played and, and uh, just just a hero to so many. And I got to be there for his uh, retirement press conference. So really, cool. really cool. <laughs> Happy birthday to Roger Staubach. That's great. All right, Aaron, thank you very much. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Actually, we'll be live uh, on the grounds at Foster Pavilion tomorrow prior to Baylor and Texas Tech. Thanks to uh, Jerry Hill for being on with us. Now we invite you to stay tuned. The Matt Mosley Show is coming up next here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, 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 hey. You! You guys were awesome!